Welcome to Primary Care Today on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Brian McDonough, and with me today is Chip Cleary. He's president and CEO of Leadership Outcomes. He's the owner and CEO of a management consulting firm established back in 2002. And basically, his mission and what we're going to talk about is how he serves as an advisor to physicians and others about health care and business and the strange interactions we have between everything. And really what I want to focus on today is we have a physician audience with a lot of primary care doctors. You know, what the heck is going on out there? What we're seeing as far as information technology and the change of business and medicine, all those things, and try to put it in perspective. And Chip is a great guy uh, to talk to. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet him in the past and work with him on a number of events where he's talked about mobile technology and its use in healthcare and just a wealth of information. So first of all, Chip, welcome to the program. Thank you, doctor. My first question for you is is generally that. It's like we're seeing all these changes in healthcare, everything from EMR to business to ACOs. I mean, you name it. It's very foreign and different for many physicians. Tell me how you see it and how you see it impacting healthcare in a positive and or negative way. One of the things that uh, I want to uh, just bring to the forefront right at the beginning of the call is that the kinds of changes that are being seen within the medical industry are really being seen from a transformational point of view in other industries as well. I have done some work in the banking industry, for example, and that's changing very dramatically. Just a, a general question, how many times of any of the physicians on this call, when was the last time you went into your bank branch? That's just an example. That's going to be totally transformed because their entire industry is going mobile and it's being digitized and people really don't need bank branches anymore. So what is being experienced in healthcare is certainly more radical than what's going on in, in banking. But we're starting to see a lot of commonality at a business level as to the kind of engagement that needs to be had in some of the biggest industries in the United States. Now, healthcare has been very fragmented, and it still is pretty fragmented. And what you're seeing is that the move towards what is called big data and the movement into the knowledge industry is very, very important for the healthcare business because uh, knowledge is the core of the kinds of things that physicians and folks that run hospitals and ACOs, knowledge is the oil to the engine. Without that knowledge, you really can't manage very, very effectively. So not only are the organizations, in effect, starting to bulk up, it's they're bulking up for a reason because you want that concentration of resources, that concentration of information that can be massaged, let's say, through what are called big data or analytics, and becomes knowledge. And as the old expression goes, you can't manage what you can't measure. Once you have that knowledge, you'll have the analytical tools and the health information tools to be able to make some sense out of the knowledge that you're gathering and plan and execute much more efficiently. So I think what's going on needs to happen. I know it's, it's got to be mind-boggling, this transformation, but the journey, and it certainly is a journey, is one that needs to be taken. And I think at the end of the day, we'll see a considerably more efficient, cost-effective industry where the customer care, the patient care, has actually even improved because you, uh, the, the professionals in the business, the physicians and their teams, now have time to do medical things and surgical things versus having to worry about the infrastructure, the support infrastructure that is there 
And that, of course, needs to be invested in as well. When you talk about big data, that's a term that's thrown around a lot. How do you define it? What would you call big data? Well, big data, and Brian, if I can just take a step back, there's a very well-known and expert organization, a research company called Gardner Group, who I'm sure you've heard of. And this gets back to the transformation topic. In any enterprise, be it in healthcare or technology, for example, or manufacturing, big data is prevalent. Big data is needed because there is an explosion going on in the information gathering and information transmission industry. For example, we've got the tablets, we've got the smartphones, we of course have our old laptops. All those things are generating packets of information. And it's growing exponentially, much, much, much faster than we've seen in the past. And that's leading into, again, across the pan enterprise level, into what's known as the Internet of Things. And the Internet of Things is a concept that really deals with the fact that there are going to be 10 billion connected devices in the next five years. And those 10 billion connected devices are all generating some kind of data. All that data, and these, these sensors, by the way, can be in hospitals throughout an entire hospital enterprise and in a physician's practice, for example. All of these 10 billion instruments, let's say, be they the smartphones or, again, the tablets, are all generating these packets of information. Some mechanism needs to collect that data, and it needs to store it, and it needs to make some sense out of it to create the knowledge that I referred to before. So big data is really the mechanism, the vessel, the vehicle, if you will, that applies all of that processing power to that grand gathering of data that's coming together so that the output is actionable information that a physician can use. You've heard the expression just-in-time delivery, right? That came up through manufacturing. Well, in effect, in a hospital setting, let's say, you need the most current information that's actionable, so actionable knowledge, so that from a surgical point of view, it is the precision continues to be offered in the process. And that's what big data permits. It brings all this stuff together and it creates something that's actionable. And uh, big data, I would say, if you take a look at what Gardner was talking about, there's big data, there's mobile, there's social, and then there's this cloud that, Brian, I think would be something that we should talk about as well. But those four things, uh, Gardner says, they refer to it as the nexus of forces. And visualize a nexus, it's something that spins. And you have these four elements working at the same time, the social, the mobile, and the other two elements. And they're spinning along and they're creating a massive amount of data. So again, the big data or what's also called analytics, I would say of those four elements that I just mentioned, that is probably the most important because it's taking care of the other three elements and it's transforming that data into information and information into knowledge. If so hopefully that gives you an idea of what big data is. No, that does. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Primary Care Today on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. I'm speaking with Chip Cleary, and we're talking at first about big data, but you brought up an interesting point. Another one, which I think is very interesting for our audience, when you talk about the cloud, sometimes people say, oh, I guess you know they're sending information up to space, they're sending this and that, but there's a real meaning behind the cloud in the sense that 
This is information and data that only certain people can get that's sent there for a reason, and hopefully we as clinicians can get it, extract it, and use it when we need to help our patients. Tell me a little about that. Yeah, and I, can, I think a, a very a good point there, too, would be the entry of the healthcare industry, let's say, in the last few years. A big topic when it comes to the cloud is the electronic healthcare records, right? And, you know, I've been associated with that for a number of years. And what is happening is, and I, I know with the physicians on, the, on this phone call, I call it the gold rush, right, when the meaningful use guidelines came out. And there was an incentive with the High Tech Act to invest not away from the paper systems, go into the automated systems, the digitized systems for the electronic healthcare records. And I heard the other day that there are 400 vendors of electronic healthcare record systems. And it, it shocked me. It really did. But as I'm continuing to see is that a number of these systems do not interoperate. It's becoming a very big problem. And so the gold rush happened. Everybody went out and they got the systems. But I think that the meaningful use uh, checklist, I know it's moving from one institute right now. I feel rather sad, I guess is a word, for the physicians that made these investments. And they're finding these systems to be very hard to use. The data entry is very cumbersome. Some of the, the data that comes out is unreliable. And just the user interface is not all that good because I think the government had some fantastic concepts when it came to the whole process, but something fell short when it came to the implementation and the design of these systems. And, Doctor, that leads to the cloud. Over time, what you will see is what is called middleware. This is software that sits behind these electronic healthcare systems, the record systems, and these clouds. There'll be a gateway type of software which will enable all these 400 different systems to effectively speak the same language and carry that patient data into the cloud, which frankly is where it belongs. The reason I say that is that you've got three different environments when it comes to IT, health information technology. You've got what's called the physical environment, which would be your desktop that's sitting on your desk, let's say. You also have the mobile, your tablets, your smartphones, your laptops, things of that nature. And, you know, then you have another one called the virtual. If you've heard of virtualization, for example, without getting too technical, the move is to bring all three of those operating environments, make them pretty much a common resource. So if you're using a laptop or if you're using a virtual desktop, and by that it means that it's really what's called a thin client. There's not much stuff except a screen when we talk about a virtual desktop. Because all the intelligence and all the data that today may be stored in your laptop, in your medical practice, or it might be on your smartphone, any of these devices really need to transport that data permanently away from a device level to the data center, okay? And the data centers, frankly, are a big part of what is called the cloud. Now, in that cloud, There are efficiencies that our doctors are not getting today. They may be getting these efficiencies in the uh, integrated hospital systems as well as the ACOs because you've got bulk there, right? You've got a lot of resources, and you've got the critical mass. That does not necessarily exist in a medical practice. And so the physicians are doing the best they can to keep very tight controls so that this patient data does not leak out. But over time, 
that data does need to be transported once again, as I mentioned earlier, into the data centers. And in those data centers, you don't have to worry about different languages or systems not operating together. The software in the, the access methodology, let's say the, the avenues that lead to those data centers, make sure that all the languages are the same. So now you can really take advantage of the capital systems you've invested in already under meaningful use and through standards and some of the other things that will be introduced over the next two or three years, you will be able to have a very, very efficient platform in the medical practice itself, but it will be going into a cloud because the cloud has the sophistication to make everybody's life a lot easier, and it's also secure, and that's the biggest thing is privacy and, and patient record loss and contamination. It's a very serious problem. It's getting worse every day. Well, Chip, so, you know, so I think the cloud is the repository, Doctor, that needs to be as part of the value chain. We only have about a minute left, Chip, and I wanted to ask you one last question, and that actually is what you led to, the idea of security. You know, we hear about breaches with banks and the government and everywhere else. How are we going to protect against it in healthcare? That's another concern that a lot of doctors have. There's uh, some tough messages that I, I think that in any industry need to be applied. There is freedom with the devices that are brought into the working environment. BYOD, if you've heard of that term, stands for be, bring your own device. Casually, people also refer to it as bring your own disaster. And that's not too far-fetched because if that laptop that maybe one of your staff people have is left in their automobile and all your records are compromised, they're saying right now that incidents of patients' contamination of data, if it's stolen, you know, any kind of privacy breach, is costing $10 million average. So the only thing I could say in a short period of time here, doctor, is that talk to your vendors that you've been working with and your partners as far as some of your information systems and talk about the things we're talking about right now. Interoperability is a big deal. They should be able to create an environment where you can interoperate outside of your own office into the integrated healthcare systems. The other thing is to what can be done to secure the data, and that's a very big topic. Well, Chip, I want to thank you very much for joining us. I'm afraid we've run out of time. I appreciate your insights, and I really appreciate you joining us. Our guest has been Charles Cleary, President and CEO of Leadership Outcomes. This is Dr. Brian McDonough. If you missed any or part of this discussion, please visit reachmd.com slash today to download the podcast and learn more about the series. Thanks again for listening.